Welcome to Taiwan Report News Brief, news and analysis from Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith. All right, up today in the show, we've got some interesting business news. Speculation is mounting on who will challenge Taichung's Mayor Liu Xiaoyan in the next election. The hand recall is heading into the final stretch. The government is applying more oversight on Chinese entry permits. And finally, the big story is, of course, Taiwan's response to the proposed Chinese national security plan they want to impose on Hong Kong. But, of course, with the times, the pandemic. Taiwan confirmed no new cases of COVID-19 Monday, the 43rd consecutive day, with no domestically transmitted infections. Taiwan has relaxed its rules on self-paid tests for the coronavirus at a time when infections have shown signs of easing in the country, leaving its testing capacity adequate, the Central Epidemic Command Center said on Saturday. They also said on Monday that they were loosening restrictions on visits to psychiatric wards with some conditions. The National Symphony Orchestra held its first concert before a live audience since March at the National Concert Hall in Taipei Sunday, but the audience was capped at 500. Minister of Health and Welfare Chen Shizhong was in Kanding this weekend and promoted a new disease prevention lifestyle for the nation. As Sunday was the 42nd consecutive day with no new domestic cases, and experts consider 28 consecutive days with no domestic case, which is the span of two incubation periods, that's a sign that the community is relatively safe. So Taiwan is safe, said Chen. Quote, however, we must guard against the unexpected by managing our personal health and habits, he said. I can say the local situation is safe now, but loopholes can occur if anyone is not careful. It does seem as if things are slowly returning to normal. This Saturday, I attended a birthday party with about 60 or 70 people. No one wore face masks, and there was plenty of hugging and handshakes. In business news, according to Commonwealth Magazine in a survey, Hanhai is Taiwan's biggest company by revenue, while TSMC is Taiwan's most profitable company. Meanwhile, the number of workers on unpaid leave in Taiwan as of May 22nd was 22,500, including more than 10,000 in the manufacturing sector. In other news, Taiwan's Financial Supervisory Commission is reportedly exploring potential ways to make it easier for SMEs, or small-medium enterprises, to raise funds from public markets. According to FSC Chairman Huang, currently under discussion is a proposal to establish a separate and independent platform with easier requirements for SMEs seeking to raise funds. If the government moves ahead with the proposal, only professional investors or those with net assets of more than 30 million NT would be allowed to buy or sell shares on the new platform. Now, this could be very useful for smaller firms looking to expand. Speculation is mounting as to who will challenge Taichung Mayor Lu Xiaoyan of the KMT in the 2022 mayoral election. Former mayor and current transport minister Lin Jialong has been reported in local media as saying he won't totally rule out running again to regain the post he lost in 2018. He has kept his residence in Taichung, and after losing the election, he said his heart would remain in the city. The other possible candidate is current Deputy Speaker of the Legislature Tsai Chi-chang, the who said he would will continue to listen to public opinion on the matter. 
Now, in the respected Commonwealth magazine polling on local leaders and administrations, Mayor Liu and her administration have consistently ranked near the bottom. Another poll taken in the spring of 2019 showed that if the election were reheld, she would have lost against Lin. Lin had been widely expected to keep his position as mayor in 2018, including by me. Most of the polling at the time, when even when the polls showed Liu was ahead, the polls, when they also tested whether or not people, when they asked them who they thought would actually win, consistently said Lin. So there was considerable surprise at the result in 2018. Now, there is a small recall campaign trying to recall Liu called Removing Rust, which is a play on her name. It hasn't gained much traction, however. Liu isn't terribly popular, but she's not hated or reviled to the degree that motivates supporters of the hand recall in Kaohsiung. Speaking of the hand recall, the We Care Kaohsiung coalition of civic groups behind the recall campaign against Kaohsiung Mayor Han Guoyu has kicked off a series of rallies. They have also been distributing yellow ribbons printed with June 6, Free Kaohsiung, 2020 Kaohsiung People Will Make History, and We Care, We Vote, June 6, God Bless Taiwan at major intersections in the city. Meanwhile, Kaohsiung prosecutors on Friday said they would deploy prosecutors at all local police precincts on voting day to assist investigations into allegations of interference or other, other illegal efforts to hinder voting. The announcement came after a recall campaign initiator and lawyer visited the Kaohsiung Chaotou District Prosecutor's Office to request prosecutors oversee the whole process from the casting of ballots to the final tallying. There have been reports that Bamboo Union gang members at the behest of, of hand, hand supporters may try to interfere in the voting by filming people showing up to vote as a form of intimidation and to try and slow the lines by, for example, refusing to show ID. These reports should be taken with a bit of a grain of salt at this point, however. Well, almost certainly some gangsters will show up. It would be highly risky to show up in large numbers. Taiwan's National Immigration Agency has strengthened its screening of entry permit applications by Chinese nationals affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party of China over the past year to make sure they do not visit for the purposes of political propaganda, the agency said on Sunday. The NIA in 2019 denied a total of 3,742 entry applications made by Chinese nationals who were found to be associated either with the CPC its military, administrative, or political bodies. The number represents a 7.18% in denial rate among 52,144 applications in 2019, which represents a 72% increase in the rejection rate compared with 2018. China's planned national security law for Hong Kong is provoking reactions in Taiwan. Over the weekend, a rally in support of allowing people to sit inside Taipei Main Station and in support of foreign workers also turned partly into a rally in support of Hong Kong. Writing on her Facebook page late on Sunday, President Tsai Ing-wen said the proposed legislation was a serious threat to Hong Kong's freedoms and judicial independence and that Taiwan would provide the people, the Hong Kong people, with necessary assistance. Now, Taiwan deals with Hong Kong 
and neighboring Macau under rules that, for example, allow residents of the two Chinese cities to visit and invest in Taiwan much more easily than mainland Chinese. Tsai said if there was a change in the situation in Hong Kong, the act laying out these rules could be revoked. Quote, we hope the situation in Hong Kong does not get to this stage, and we will play close attention to developments and take necessary corresponding measures in a timely way, she added. A few things to unpack from this. First, yes, mainland is appropriate in, uh, geographically and politically in the context of Hong Kong and Macau. Neither of those are true in the context of Taiwan, however. Now, necessary assistance now, that needs to be clarified. Currently, Taiwan doesn't have an asylum law, though workarounds have been found in some cases. The Taiwan People's Party has released a detailed asylum draft to address the issue, as reported in the Taipei Times. The TPP proposal says that people can apply for asylum if they leave Hong Kong or Macau due to war or for reasons related to race, religion, sexual orientation, or political opinion, and cannot seek protection in Hong Kong or Macau, or do not want to return there for fear of persecution. After receiving an application, authorities would convene a review meeting with experts, academics, and unbiased members of the public, the TPP draft says. At least one-third of the committee members should be members of a civic group who have, have experience promoting human rights, it says. The new power party, meanwhile, has called for the legislative UN to review a re refugee bill to complete the nation's support for Hong Kong democracy advocates and prepare a response for refugee issues. Now, last year, President Tsai said that it was unnecessary to enact a refugee law, as the act governing relations with Hong Kong and Macau is adequate. Now, she is saying that this act may now be revoked Revoking the act could have serious repercussions, which could actually cause more harm than good, because it would mean those seeking freedom in Taiwan would presumably be treated as other PRC nationals. It is hoped that an appropriate asylum law is in place before she makes such a rash move. It could also have serious economic repercussions. If the situation in Hong Kong worsens, Taiwan could have opportunities to host businesses that are currently based there. Hong Kong is a major business and financial hub, and as depressing as it is to think about the loss to Hong Kong, Taiwan could be a major beneficiary. Recently, the numbers of people from Hong Kong moving to Taiwan and buying property has seen a sharp spike, a trend that will likely accelerate. Taiwan has suffered from a shrinking labor force for several years now, while at the same time attracting considerable returning investments from Taiwanese firms based in China that will all need employees. The young, educated, and brave people in Hong Kong who have led the protest movements in recent years will be at serious risk if the new law is passed. Taiwan should provide a safe, helpful refuge for them. It makes both moral and economic sense. Ideally, such a move wouldn't be limited to just people from Hong Kong, but should be open to people worldwide. Hong Kong is not the only place in the world under threat from tyranny. On that, we'll, we'll sign off. Be sure to check in tomorrow for the next show. And of course, hit like and subscribe. English language articles on these issues and a whole bunch more, which I didn't cover, are on report.tw. You can click on the links there and go to all sorts of different news sites around the world.
This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw. 喜欢我的台湾狗了。